Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Luke's Massive Storytelling Podcast Thing. Whoa, yeah. Here we go. Check it out now. Enjoy. Who do I mean by an outsider? Well, <clears throat> I would. Uh, I mean people who are um, within their own peer group, but feel on the edge. They're somehow estranged from that group for whatever reason. And there's a series of reasons why that might occur. One of them is, uh, is, is the family situation. For me, for instance, I, it was, it was, I mean, it was a very strained family situation that I was brought up in. Nothing too spectacular. I mean, it wasn't, it didn't even amount to divorce, but it certainly, there was, um, uh, I was the youngest. There was favoritism towards my sister. Um, I had a very um, stressed or strained uh, relationship with my father. You know, so nothing too spectacular, but nonetheless enough to put you on the edge, to make you feel that you're slightly on the edge. Then you look at the situation where we were brought up in, in, the, in that we, a lot of the people in my area were um, I was brought up in sort of in, in Essex, and a lot of the people were uh, former East Londoners, and they, they were the sort of the East London diaspora, but um, they were marooned in the countryside, so they were townies really. Their whole world was 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 East London based, but here they were out in this, these sort of new estates in the middle of nowhere in Essex. So they were marooned, they were marooned in the countryside. So there was there was that sort of displacement element as well. Then there was the fact that I was um, that our little estate, our little cul-de-sac, was a, about a mile from all the others. So all my mates hung out together, and I was the one alone. And I'd have to go and sort of integrate with them. And that actually turned my behaviour in order to integrate with them. I, I had uh, behavioural issues, and that I would be the one going, "Oh, let's all go shoplifting," or "Let's all go and vandalise something." And so I became sort of unpopular with the um, um, with the parents etc and I became an issue with authorities and all, all of that sort of stuff very minor nothing too terrible but it was it was you know minor stuff but nonetheless it was all small things that slowly drag you to the um, to the to the edge and then you look at you know as an adult you can then suddenly say okay well I you know I, I found Essex unsuited to my outlook in life I, I was quite I was a thinker I you know I was quite bookish I liked you know I you know I, I like politics and history and things like that you know nobody in my area was in the slightest bit interested in that stuff and thought I was weird frankly for for liking that stuff well you know so I I left but of course once you leave your tribal homeland not that it was it was obviously we were you know slightly displaced tribal homeland you know, the, no, you will be the outsider. And, you know, I, I, and so there's a series of things like that where eventually you get to the point where you do realise that actually 
you know, you are a bit of an outsider. And, you know, there's other issues as well. Like adolescence is a key one, is adolescence, where people um, uh, develop identity issues when they... Um, when they move into adolescence, it might have something often to do with the, the timing of puberty. Um, there's, there's a lot of studies out there that show that um, uh, women um, who go into puberty early or girls who go into puberty early um, have what's known as non-normative behavior issues. And that makes them estranged from their peer group. And for men, it's when they're late, when they they go into puberty late, they have the same behavioral issues. And so there's all sorts of reasons, psychological reasons, family reasons, identity issue reasons, um, physical, you know, um, geographic reasons why you might feel estranged from your peer group, or you just feel like you're on the edge. And, it, and it's, so that's... <clears throat> And that's all I'm saying. And actually, for me, the root was, I mean, there's two things that uh, uh, made me um, write the book. The first thing is that I was, I, I um, felt that I um, had written three books on um, some of my um, failings, particular failings. One was fear of failure, which was what's stopping you. One was poor confidence, which was what's stopping you being more confident. And one was sort of procrastination. And I wrote about um, um, the last book, which was Get Things Done. And I realized that actually, you know, these are, these are, these are, these are different uh, symptoms of a bigger problem. And the bigger problem is the, of who you are. It's, it's actually who you are as a person. And actually, if you have... If you are an outsider, having poor confidence, having uh, fear of failure and having uh, and, and suffering procrastination are actually three of the symptoms you suffer. So I saw it in a very different way. And then the second thing that triggered me writing the book was actually reading Malcolm Gladwell's um, David and Goliath, which came out in 2013. And just thinking it was rubbish, just thinking what nonsense it was in that he was pointing out what huge advantages um, outsiders have in that they're, they're often very creative, they're original thinkers. And he was using the, the example, um, he used other examples, but he was using the example of David and Goliath. David was a sort of shepherd boy, used his slingshot, you know, um, because he was an original thinker, but he was obviously an outsider. And I, and I just thought this was, this was nonsense, that outsiders have enormous disadvantages. Make no mistake about it that it's incredibly disadvantageous to be an outsider. The world is made by and for insiders. That is that. That is the absolute truth. And a lot of people that are considered to be outsiders, I pointed in the book about George Orwell, Ernest Hemingway. These are the uh, rejectionists you're sorry? talking about. These are the rejectionists. Yes. Yes, they, they, but they, yeah, the people that, that reject the normal way of doing things, and you know, and are seen as these outsiders. Lou Reed was one I mentioned, and uh, even Richard Branson and people like that. And they're they're not outsiders. They are eccentric insiders. They are insiders with an attitude, and um, and as you say, they're rejections, and so they're not outsiders. And and out, and so to say to point at them and say uh, they did things differently, you know, that shows you that there's an advantage. It's complete nonsense. They insiders using their insider advantages in an eccentric way. And um, that was all that was going on. And so outsiders have enormous disadvantages. And it was and it was that that I wanted to address, just to say, this is nonsense. There's nothing um, that is helpful here to a genuine outsider. All it will do is make them feel worse about themselves. 
And um, so I wanted to write a book that was, that was empathetic to outsiders that said, here you are, you are an outsider. I get it. I understand it. I'm one too. You know, it's not, it's not about being black or a woman or, or gay or anything like that. It's about you can be in the middle. You could be the gay guy in a gay club and still feel like the outsider. There's, there's just something in there that says, I don't belong. The Robert Kelsey interview, to be continued, in part 3. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 